Welcome to episode 42 of Smellycast. I leave my trash in Mike's house when I stay there. I'm Phil Hudson. And I'm Mike Hall. And this is Smellycast. Yeah, we we recorded we've recorded two episodes in the last like uh, ten months, and uh, both of them have failed. It's uh, mostly Phil's fault. Only one fifty percent Phil's fault. Fifty percent. Uh, I don't know what the other problem was. Maybe I just didn't have enough stuff there. I I don't know. But uh, we've got backups on backups now, and mm. uh, this stuff's gonna work this time, and. We're we're getting into a new chapter, a new season, even of Smelly Cast, and I feel reinvigorated, invigorated, vig, It's a good word. I just had a Neapolitan ice cream sandwich, and it is to die for. I love ice cream sandwiches so much. I know, but do you know? So that looked like because it was the long rectangular one. Yeah, that's so. Those are not my favorite. Nothing for me. Nothing in the world beats a fat boy. Oh, dude, I would. I so I when Nikki went out of town recently, and when Nikki goes out of town, I go to the store and I just buy a bunch of shit that I just am craving that I haven't had for a long, long time. So I'm buying like every kind of junk food, like Twinkies. I never eat Twinkies, but when Nikki goes out of town, I eat a box of them naturally. So I bought a box of Fat Boys, I ate all of them, eight, eight Fat Boys <laughs> in one night. And I have not admitted this to anybody. I'm ashamed to admit it, and I felt so sick after, but it was so delicious. That's awesome. You ate in one night? In one night! Yeah. Like, I started at, like, 4 p.m. with the first one, and then I finished the last one at, like, 1 in the morning. That's amazing. I, yeah, that, I do that when my wife leaves town, too. Well, it, the thing is, is like it, there's this, there's such, this, there's this huge rationalization that goes on in my head. Like I'm, I'm like I eat the first one. I'm like getting the kids dinner. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna eat another one of these later tonight. And then I'm just gonna eat, I'm just gonna eat two. And then I'll have enough for the rest of the week. And then, uh, and then like it's like six o'clock. I'm like, you know, maybe I'll just eat that other one right now. Right. And then, and then I'm eating it. Then I get the kids down around eight, and I start relaxing. I start watching a show or something, and I'm like, you know what would go really good right now? A fat boy. Yeah. And so I went and got another, and I just kept going. It was out of control. And every time, the thing that frustrated me the most is that every time I had to get out of my bed, because I was like laying in bed or sitting on the couch, I had to get up, walk over there, where if I had just like committed at the beginning, taken the whole box with me, I wouldn't have had to get up. Right, so it's worse because you made yourself exercise on top of eating the fat boys. That's right. And you could have just avoided the exercise. That's right. Yeah, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. 
Anyway, I love I love ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, I don't I don't indulge, but it was the Fourth of July in my new house. I live in Los Angeles now. Oh my goodness! I know big things have happened in Phil's world, which I'm sure we'll get into. Uh, but yeah, I I was walking through the supermarket, and I realized that is a box of Neapolitan ice cream sandwiches, and that was my favorite thing when I was a kid. And so I bought them, and they still stick to my fingers when I eat them. Because they're just made of crap. Cardboard. Oh, and they're delicious. Yeah, I love yeah. them. So I've had like three this week. They've been awesome. Dude, you've earned it. You deserve yeah. it. I know. That's what, that's what I tell myself every time. <laughs> I've earned it. I deserve this. I de- you deserve this. <laughs> Look how good you're doing. Look how good you're doing. Ignore how your clothes fit and what the scales is, but you deserve it. Yeah. For- you, can, you can cut back tomorrow. Yeah, I always cut back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, it was good to be on here with you Mike I mean, Smelly Cast has been missing for my life uh, film school got a little nuts last year uh, to, to kind of explain I did about 55 credits last year that's nuts in order to graduate early so I graduated got my bachelor's in two and a half semesters um, and I'm done I have, I have a degree in film so cool I have a degree in story development specifically so cool yeah so it's it's been fun I'm out here in LA I go to acting classes now you know I got a, a meeting with a showrunner on Saturday you know my resume's been around it's, it's been fun Tina Fey bought you dinner Tina Fey did buy me dinner like you, you've you've hit it big. This, these are the this is what you went to school for. That doesn't. It sounds cooler than it is, and I'm sure we'll dive into it. But uh, Mike, I, I have to ask: Do you have a soda? I don't have a soda, Phil. Okay, I do not either. This is such a shame. Not I've for got me. a little bit of water. I have a Sundance Film Festival 2016 sponsored by Acura Bottle. I gave mine away, and I was just recently in Utah at the Sundance Screenwriting Labs where I got another one. And I've just been drinking and sucking water out of this thing ever since. It's been great. Because this is day 12 of no soda for me. Day 12. Okay. This is officially done. I can no longer participate in the soda part of this conversation. That's fine. I'm happy to keep it going on my own. Take a sparkling water. But I'm yeah. done. I am officially done. We could re- we could review different types of bottled water. Yes. <laughs> it's like my bathroom reviews of yesteryear. We are doing this. Okay. Um, Arrowhead is not as good as others. Dasani is the worst. Um, but yeah, so to, to be this specific, this is how hardcore I am. If any smelly belly at any time texts me or messages me or tweets me and asks... If I've had a soda that day, and if I have, I will send them $10. $10? No joke. Like, how long does this go on for? Like, you have to have a limit. You have to have an end date. About the next year. So I'm next done for year. this year. So it'll be June 1st. Well, we'll call it June, middle of June. June 15th, 2017. I will not drink a soda until then. Wow. And I want you to call me on it. Text me. Message Dude. me. Call me. See if I've done it. I, I'm going to see if I can try to get some 10 bucks. Like, maybe if I slurp soda hard enough in front of you. Probably not. I do love Dr. Pepper so much, though. <laughs> but, yeah, I've been good. It's been great. I, I've I've pretty much had it zero temptation so far. Um, it's been good. Dude, I feel bad, especially because I just barely found a new doctor-type soda. <sighs> it's okay. It's, uh... 
it's a main it's main route and uh there have you ever been have you ever heard of the chain called chiku it's like an asian like i don't know you like go through you pick your noodles pick your meat pick your sauces and then they put it in a bowl never so they've got main root soda on tap there not tap actually but in the soda machine so tap then, yeah well it's not a tap though it's a mormon tap yeah yes so dude you can buy virgil's kegs at the bevmo alcohol store here and you can just drink virgil's root beer out of a keg here that would be amazing. I know. Maybe I'll bring you one when I come see you. An entire keg? A keg. It was like a half keg. It was like a little keg, like a little barrel keg. Oh, they have those. Yeah. I have seen, they have those at the Macy's here. Well, never mind then. Yeah, I don't need that garbage. Still my fun. But go ahead. Tell me about your doctor's soda. Well, anyway, it's – um. so I guess I, I could do a review of it if I can find the name. It was called Professor something. Like uh, – Let's see. Professor Squawk and Squills? No, no, that wasn't it. That was not it. Professor Jungle Roots? Mm, no. No. Oh. No. Ugh, shoot. Shoot on it. I was not prepared for this. We, we, we can skip this. It's okay. Okay, okay. We'll skip it for now. It'll come to me later. It was a Professor flavor, though. That was in, Professor was in the name, and that's how I knew it was a doctor type. Hmm, that's awesome. And it was it was all right. It wasn't the best, but it was yeah. good. Well, anyway, anyway, moving on, moving on. So, Phil, we have a a new you you did something to me. I did, and I had it happen to me, and I immediately brought it right to you. You did, and I have avoided this thing like the plague. As have I, because I've known that I would probably get sucked into it at one, at some point. And then my entire life would be ruined. And right now is a terrible time for me to be sidetracked and distracted by something like this. I know. I know. Me too. Completely. It's terrible. It's awful. What is it? This is the worst. It's Minecraft. Oh, my goodness. I'm embarrassed to admit that I play Minecraft. I had had a tweet yesterday. I took took pictures of some children in a park. Yeah. I saw... uh, Really creepy, like didn't really think about how creepy that was, but uh, so McKay calls you out on it. <laughs> yeah, so thanks, McKay. But um, they're sitting there talking about lightsabers and Minecraft and YouTube, and I'm like loving every minute of what their conversation was, and I really felt like I wanted to just jump in there and start talking about Minecraft with these twelve year old kids. That's awesome. So Phil came. He came to visit in Utah. And when he got here, he said, "Mike, I need to, I need to, I need to show you something. I'm kind of ashamed of it. I'm, I'm not proud of what I've done, but I need to tell you this truth, this awful truth." And that was that he had started playing Minecraft. And at first, I at first I balked like a chicken, and I balked and I balked, and I said, "No way!" For like thirty seconds, it was less than thirty seconds. But then I said, "You know what, Phil? I've been secretly so curious about this for so long." Well, well, here's the thing that got you. So there's a Tim, there's an episode of the Tim Ferriss show, and I'll have to get her name. I think it's Amanda something, but she binds. No, different Amanda. I love person. her though. Definitely a different Amanda. I don't know nothing about Amanda Bynes since all that. Amanda Bynes, if you're listening, if you're listening to this, uh, hit me up on Twitter. Let's let's become friends. At me Wahal. It's at me Wahal. Is his name. <laughs> um, 
No. So this podcast, she's a, she's a like a an expert in gamification, which is how do you make things more interesting by making a game out of it. So for example, she's like a marathoner, and one day she was squatting down to pick something up, and she leapt forward. She left up to stand up. And the power of her quads was so strong, she gave herself a traumatic concussion because she hit the open um, cover door and knocked herself out. What? Yeah, and for like six months, she had really bad memory issues because of this. So she made a game out of like every day. How do I make my life better? Well, I'm going to go grind, right, where I'm going to go level up. I'm going to go do these things. And here are the things I have to do to level up. I have to memorize these things. I have to brush my, you know, you can do it to anything. I have to brush my teeth. That's one point. Yeah, these are the things I have to do to level up. And then when I level up, I get this thing. And she's talking about all of that. In the middle of the podcast, she said that right now, the game that everyone needs to play is Minecraft. Because it is the new Mario Brothers or the new Pokemon. It is the thing that is universal. And she said that if we do not play it, we will not be able to connect with the next generation. Which scared me. That's very scary, especially where we're both very much lovers of the Vigi games. Yeah, and, and more importantly, you know, tech and and the, the things that we we fawn over, they're all related to this stuff. So yeah. I said, okay, so last October I downloaded it for my phone and I played for one whole day. It sucks on the phone, though. It, it's not that great. But I just moved in with these guys and they said, we have a private server. I will buy you a copy if you will play with us. And so it was one night, and I, I just finished a ton of work, and I was exhausted. And I said, okay, let's do it. And I hopped on, and I have been an addict ever since. So you were telling, though, how, how you, were, you, you scoffed at it until that moment. Until that moment. And then that's when it all clicked to me, and I found the perfect excuse and the perfect reason why I needed to play. Exactly. <laughs> so now I'm completely hooked and I can't stop thinking about what it is I want to build in this magical, mystical world that is Minecraft. Right. And, and who else have you brought into the fold? Well, I brought in my wife. Yeah. And? And then uh, my brother-in-law, Dane, he, he's been playing Minecraft for years, but he's been playing on the Xbox. And so, and he is, uh, how old is he? 15 right now? He'll be 16 shortly. And uh, he really has talked a lot about minecraft but i've never really indulged and said like teach me the ways otherwise i probably would have started like on xbox at least but uh so he started and he joined this private server and he's hooked he loves it on uh on the desktop and honestly i have not played uh any like desktop games seriously in a while the last one that i played was probably like four years ago and i was really into team fortress 2 and played with a bunch of friends online uh, at work. And we Roll, played... We Rollercoaster Roller Tycoon doesn't count. It, it's just... That's a standard. It's a study in economics, so it's okay. It's that's true. Rollercoaster Tycoon is one of those ones where I constantly have it installed on my computer and I'm ready to play it. And the latest the latest versions of OpenRCT2 is fantastic. So if anybody doesn't know about OpenRCT2 and you're interested... Let me know, and we can talk about it. I will tell you how to get it set up on your com- computer. It's got tons of awesome updates. It runs beautifully on a Macintosh as well as Windows and Linux and everything else, and uh, they're working on Android mobile versions of it, and it's uh, it's amazing because it takes the awesome Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 version and it adds new features to it. It fixes a lot of the bugs, and it, it really just – and it's completely, it's completely free. If you uh, – you have to have a copy of the original game 
to get it to pl- to work. But uh, it's it's so great. Anyway, awesome. we can talk about that later. But uh, so where where we're now addicted, and I am addicted thanks to you, and you're addicted thanks to your roommates. We we figured that uh, really we're not as interested in recording this podcast, and we're more interested in playing Minecraft. So we're just going to play Minecraft while we record this episode. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And so I, I'm just waiting with my finger poised over this uh, login button. I'm going to do that now. Are you ready for this? Yes. Oh, sorry. I'm just getting hit up on on the tweeter. Tell me about Open Roller Coaster Tycoon from from Bappy Hudson. I want to know. Okay. Well, let's let's get into Minecraft and talk about kind of what we got going on in here first, and then we can uh, get going on the rest. For sure. For sure. Okay. Downloading the Netty Jar. Here we go. Uh, can you still hear me and everything? Is I, I'm just nervous that I'm gonna. I hear you just fine. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, I, I hope that this is still working. Let's see. Yeah, I, it appears it is. Okay, let's let's dive in. So, uh, tell us about whose whose service server we play on, Phil. We are rocking Julian Boyce's server. Um, so Julian's a, a gentleman who I went to school with. I now am his roommate here in Santa Fe. And he is a very wise and very smart person. You don't live in Santa Fe anymore, just so you know. No, I know that. Did I say I did? Oh, I yeah. just I just threw a bucket into the water. No, not your bucket. Bucket's gone. So, Phil, tell everybody what what you're building because I'm looking at it right now and I am still in awe. Yeah. So. Well, the- wait, 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 sorry, sorry. Before we get into this, should we tell people what Minecraft is? Like, do you think everybody knows? Oh, no. We should probably explain what it is. Okay. Yeah. So you you, you go ahead because I don't really know what it is. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Minecraft was actually a tool that was used to make developing games a 3D experience instead of a coding experience. Really? So it was that. That was the whole purpose of it. Um, but as they were playing around with it, it became an alpha. It became people started using it like a almost like a second life. So you can think, in my opinion, I think it's the best way to think about this game is that it is a it is a um, a mix of Legos and The Sims and Farmville. Yes, yeah. you have a character, you have to take care of him. It's Legos. You build everything's in eight bit. You have to build with blocks. Everything is square. Um, and you have to um, you have to keep your guy alive. You have to fight off zombies and weird different creatures. You have to mine for things. You have to find resources. And all of the resources are combined to make other things. That is what I thought was just amazing. Yeah, it's almost like open ended. Like you could do almost anything with it. It's so true. Yeah. So it's it's pretty fascinating. So yeah. So that's my take on Minecraft. But it, it was designed to be that, and people started playing with it. Um, and so then it became a game, and it quickly was adapted by a lot of people, and then Microsoft bought it. For how much? Do you know? Oh, it was... it was like Billy's? I don't know if it was Billy's. I don't know. That's a good question. Here, let me f- switch over to my little trusty internets. Minecraft Purchase. Mm, mm, 
Billy's. That's insane. Yeah. And, and what was the market share at the time? Uh, let's see. Like, how many people did it have? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. I found this article on Polygon. Um, uh, it doesn't say. At least I'm not. It's not jumping out at me right now. But the, they purchased it in 2014. So it's it's been a couple of years now, and it's pretty obvious that it's made its way into the Microsoft world because it's now, I think it was on Xbox before, maybe? Do, do you know? I do not know that. Now, what I do know, I, I don't know. No, no, I think it was adapted in the Xbox. I have the, my roommates had a handbook that they gave me. Anyway, um, and I'm sure sorry can... for for any uh, pauses here. It's usually because we're doing something and we just got distracted. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like my boat, they got sunk by the waterfalls falling out of my fortress in the sky. Dude, if you if you go down to the bottom of that waterfall there, you will find three boats that I have sunk down there. <laughs> you can break them and then they'll shrink again, and you can pick them up. Oh, I know. I just am too scared to go down that deep because I'm afraid a squid's gonna kill me. A squid? That's funny. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it was ended up purchased by Microsoft, and I'll just put it this way: the other day, yesterday, actually, I was at Fry's Electronics, and I had to buy something. So Fry's Electronics, you know what that is, Mike? Yeah, it's like a big, big time electronics store. Yeah. So I went in, and they had a bow and arrow from this game. I want you to guess how much the bow and arrow cost. Like a real one? A, to- a child's toy. In 8-bit style that shot, like, Nerf foam arrows. Oh, probably, like, 40 bucks. 40 bucks. <laughs> Blows my mind, man. Sounds about right, though. I mean, I would probably pay it. I, I haven't crafted myself a bow yet, so I don't know the the glory of using one. But I would like to. It's it's just an insane amount of number, insane amount of money to me. I don't know if I'd ever pay that for my children. You wouldn't buy a toy, a forty dollar toy for your kids? No. Clearly, you do not have kids. I don't spend forty bucks on myself. Mm, I don't know, Phil. Maybe I'm wrong. I think you're wrong. I would spend forty dollars if my kid was like really into this game, and they wanted that that bow for Christmas. I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, I'll get that for you. I got you. Would you? Well, I probably wouldn't, but my wife would. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. So, okay. So, do you? What did you start building when you first came in? Because maybe we should show like kind of the evolution, how we got to where we are today. Yeah, I, I think you know. Obviously, it starts with um, you have to find a fortress. So. The Oogie Boogies come out at night. Oh, I hate them. Oh, my goodness. There's the Nether Creeper. The dude, I don't know what he is, but he's walking right towards my boat. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so you, at night, if you're out at night, the zombies and the witches and the creepers appear. The creepers explode and blow giant holes in the ground and try to blow you up. That's their mechanism. Um, yeah, and then the zombies will attack you, and then the skeletons have bows and arrows, and they will attack you. And so you just have to be very careful because you've got a situation where you're just being attacked all the time. So the first thing you do is you have to build a shelter, right? You have to get that shelter, and you have to get light, 
and you need to get a crafting table. You have to like you have nothing. You have to really figure out how to make tools to get things. You have to make figure out ways to make light to prevent protect yourself. Um, yeah, there's just so many things you have to do. So, what did you what did you do first? Like you went and built your little. Uh, you got shelter, right? Yep. So I went to um, the guys on the server I have. There's a place called the Spawn Point, and it's where you enter the game. And so when we entered the game, uh, they had built a little dirt shack that was a safe house. And the safe house was designed to make sure that you stay safe. And it's just they had a crafting table in there and a furnace, and they had just stuff to protect yourself, um, and a couple of wood tools. And so I, I took some of those. And then I found a way, I found a giant mountain island peninsula type thing. And I went there and I dug out a room and then I made that kind of my house. And then slowly over the course of time, I started to, um, I started to dig it out. I started to make things. I started to build a garden. I started to set up protection for myself. And shortly thereafter, I was safe and then I started mining deeper in the ground. And all of this was a lot easier because I had my roommates to help me who've all played a ton. Like a ton. Like we can talk about this later, but like the stuff that they have built is it's spectacular. It's it's intense. I, I think that's probably a better word is just intense. I haven't seen a tent yet, but I'm I'd like to. I'm gonna slap you hard. Okay. Stupid. You Idiot. stupid person, you. You're stupid. That's not very nice. Anyway, so, yeah, then I slowly, like, started putting torches up everywhere to make enough light so that nothing would spawn near me. And then I, I found cactus to prevent creepies from coming close to me. Um, yeah, and then I've just slowly been doing that. And then when we got to Utah, I started helping you. Yep. And I couldn't have done it without you, Phil. Yeah. So, so tell them about your first experiences playing Minecraft. Well, so when I first started, I was again, I was pretty hesitant, right? Like I wasn't really sure what I was expecting to to happen. I wasn't really sure if I would like it, and uh, so I jump in, and I, I was originally thinking, you know what? I'll just I'll just give this a try. There's no way that uh, Phil would be able to convince me to play this like nonstop. I've, I'm too busy. I've got a number of projects going on right now with work and with side jobs and and kind of a side business, which we can talk about later on. I don't want to I don't want to give away too much, but I'd love to talk about it. Yeah. And um, so I was like, I'll just play, I'll just download it and play it tonight. Play it for a little bit, fully expecting that Phil would leave and I would and I would not play anymore. I was fully confident that. I would not. I'd be able to risk, resist the temptation to continue playing Minecraft. So I uh, start playing, and I quickly realized that I was completely hooked and that I was doomed. And from there, I really just didn't know what to do, Phil. Because now I can't stop playing. <laughs> I know it's it, well for me. It's like obviously I had to set rules. I have to get my work done before I can touch it. And it's hard because I, I feel like I've broken one of my core rules of, of productivity by installing an application 
that can distract me on my work devices. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's I think, to me, the biggest problem in this whole thing. So, so it's, it's how do I fix that? Um, but it, to me, it's, it's a decompressed thing. It's, I don't really have anything right now that allows me to decompress. I feel like when I sit down and I play a game on a game console, I feel like kind of like I'm wasting my time. Um, and this is a, this is more social. Like I'm doing things with my roommates. Now I'm doing things with you. We haven't had anything we've done together like this in forever. Not even the podcast. Not even the podcast because I suck at life. Thanks. No, it's not you. Sure it is. It totally was, dude. It was my crazy school schedule and work schedule, and then I made a short film. And I've just had so much going on. It's totally my fault. So I have much put, success. Whatever. Hoping for success is probably a better way to put it. Well, I think you're doing great, Bill. Well, thank you, Michael. So, yeah. So, so I mean, what are you getting out of this game at this point, Mike? Well, right now, uh, I see it as kind of an outlet for my creativity. I'm able to uh, kind of create. So that's the thing that I like. So I like, and Phil, we haven't even been to the depths of this game. Like, we haven't been to the nether. We haven't been to, uh, what is it, like the other side or something, or the end or something. Yeah. And And that's a big part of this game. But I'm not. I'm just not ready for that. I really enjoy just the creation and and what we're able to do, just in this world, kind of in general. Like, and that's what I've been kind of like really digging right now. So I'm working on building a pirate ship out in the middle of the ocean, and uh, I absolutely think it's going to be the coolest thing in the world. And I've kind of got this kind of free ability to. Sorry, that was a squid. I thought it, I thought it was a nether dude creeping on me. <laughs> um, so I've got this ability to kind of create anything that I want, and I, I think it's amazing. So that's that's the outlet for me right now, and that's what I'm getting out of it. Now I think that 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 might get old as I continue to build, but like even today, I started having this idea about this whole like underground bunker that I wanted to make. Like maybe you could see the very top of this dome, but then when you go down through the main door, it like goes down and down and down and down, and you build out like all these different rooms and like like places for experimentation and stuff. Ooh, creepy! Total like bunker style. So I. I, I don't know. I kind of want to do that. Well, it's it's fun that you can get obsessed and, and lost in your imagination, right? That's that's the Lego part of it. I think I don't think I felt like this excited about making things since the Connect in the Lego days. Yeah, yeah, I can totally get that. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, Mike. Maybe you should tell them a little bit about your first experience with mining. And what you found in your mind. So, okay. So in this game, you kind of have to, you have to create all of the, all you have to craft or find all of the material that you use to create. So that means that if I want to build a house out of wood, I need to go chop down wood and I need to turn that wood into planks and then I can build walls and then I can build a house and then I build a roof and all these different elements and uh, it's it's all in kind of this 8-bit style so it's definitely easier to really to really focus on like a minimal design but at the same time you really you really want to make it awesome so a big part of this is mining hence the minecraft right so 
you have to mine to get stone, and then you can turn that stone into like bricks, and then you can take the bricks and use those for walls because they look different and look better. So that's kind of what I wanted. And so Phil had some mines already set up, but we went down and I decided in this new house that Phil helped me create, um, I wanted to have my own mine, which it's a good mine. Um, and it goes on for a ways. But so I create this mine, and Phil's just kind of digging out, and all of a sudden, there's just this giant cave that is uncovered and now i have i am not prepared for this phil has told me hey don't go out at night if it's nighttime we'll just sleep and that'll turn it into daytime so that you don't have to worry about zombies or creepers or spiders or skeletons or all these things that try to kill you and so i was like okay that's fine so i hadn't even seen any of these skeletons or any of this but i'd heard about them and i knew that they spawned in the dark and so i was we were in there, and, and, and you uncovered this this cave, Phil, because you uncovered the first part of the cave, and uh, you lit up most of it. But then – and we were able to get some stuff in there, right? But yep. then I, ca- I came back the next day. I was all excited to go down and keep mining, so I keep going. And all of a sudden, I go up to this lighted place, so it's pretty safe, and I'm just mining really focused. All of a sudden, a freaking arrow gets shot into my back. And I start freaking out because I, I I did have a sword and I did have armor on, but I had never done, I had never fought anything. I had never killed anything. I was so scared because I didn't know like how strong they were, how easy they were to kill, any of this. So I'm literally like screaming because I'm so scared of what's going on. <laughs> Makes me so happy. To hear. And so I ran out of my, ran out of my mind and just blocked off the whole mind so that I couldn't even go down there. It's amazing. Oh, man. And then there have been multiple times now where other people have scared me. I'll just be mining and really focused, and then all of a sudden there's a person standing right next to me, and I poo my pants thinking that it's a skeleton or a zombie. And who's the person? It's usually been Dane or you. <laughs> okay, but you should tell about the Ender people. Oh, so there's these. There's this place called the Nether. And in the Nether, there are things called like the Ender stuff. I don't really Endermen, I think. Yeah, Endermen, but they're these creepy looking. They kind of look like the squids in the game, but they're not. But they're so creepy, and they float around. All of a sudden, like this is first day in this game. I go into my house, and there's this freaking Enderman chilling in my house, and I lose my mind. I was terrified. Terrified, Phil. Yeah, and, Phil's, and Phil immediately is like, don't even look at it. If you look at it, it'll kill you. It'll drag you away and we'll never be able to get you back. And I was like, ah. It's not even close to what I said. But yeah. That's how, I, said, that's how it felt. He will kill you. That's funny. Okay, okay. That's enough about me and my ridiculous experiences. Phil, what have you been learning about this game? Like, what are you, what are you working on right now? What, are you, what, yeah. are, what have you done? So... I don't want to say it's penis envy, but it's a similar feeling when you go to your roommates, uh, the things they've been building, and they have a giant glass dome that's like 30 stories into the sky, or a Zen monk palace on the top of a mountain, all made out of wool and uh, and cotton, like wool and wood, and it's just like ridiculous, and all you have is like stone brick palace. Right, <laughs> like it kind of makes you feel like you're just not really a man, and so I was like, "What can I do?" And so, uh, obviously, my favorite story—I don't know if it's obvious—but my favorite story is the Count of Monte Cristo, 
And I was like, how cool would it be to make the Chateau d'If, right? Which is the prison that uh, that uh, Edmond Dantes is, is imprisoned in. And so I was thinking, how could we do that? And the other thing that I wanted to do, I mean, when I was a kid, I played a lot of the Final Fantasy series. And one thing they had is they had giant airships, and they had a bunch of the cool things. And I was like, okay, it'd be cool to be in the sky. So I was like, why don't I make a giant fortress in the sky? Well, that's what I decided to do. Uh, and so right now, what I have done, I, I found a little island north of where my original house is, so I can still get to it. And I started, um, I built sand into the sky, and then off the edge of the sand, I started building dirt. And I'm like, what, like probably a hundred something feet into the sky at this point? Oh, easy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I have a three level giant 50 square by 50 square floating island and i'm making it a giant floating castle above this with a courtyard and a garden and the only way up here is you have to swim up a waterfall and i'm overlooking my mine and there's a giant pirate ship out in the ocean next to me now that's what i'm doing yep I hope you don't mind. I hope I'm not screwing everything up. I figured here was my thought. So I've been I have been making my way through the Count of Monte Cristo in the audiobook. And it's something like sixty hours long, right? Like it's the longest book in the entire world. It's so long. And so I I've been trying to figure out like what I could do, because it's not fun being that just over by yourself all the time. Which I've been working on my house, which is important to me. And I, it's it's getting pretty cool inside. I'm pretty proud of it. But I was like, oh, what could I do? And Dane was actually, I was talking to Dane, again, my brother-in-law, and we were talking about like stuff he wanted to build. He's like, I've always wanted to build a big, giant pirate ship. And I was like, Dane, that would be so perfect. And so he wants to build a pirate ship that's like battling each other. So he wants to build another one that's kind of like fighting with me. And I guess you can have like cannons and cannonballs and stuff. We're thinking like we do like a bunch of like fake cannons like out floating in the middle of the air, so it's kind of like you caught it in the snapshot of a battle. Oh, that's cool. Anyway, but this all fits in really nicely with the Count of Monte Cristo because you know there are a lot of pirates and pirate ships, and I figure it could very easily this could very easily be um, so next to the Chateau d'If is uh, a series of islands, and the most the most famous, of course, that we know is the Count of the. Uh, uh, Monte, Monte Cristo and so I kind of think of Phil building the Chateau d'If around the island of Monte Cristo which is of course where Edmond is from but he also befriended many pirates along the way and so I figured I'm building, I feel like I'm kind of building the ship oh, that uh, that that Edmund would have uh, you know navigated, that he would have captained that's beautiful so that's kind of my thinking behind it now we need to make a hot air balloon. Yeah! Although I haven't got that far in the book, so I don't really know. Okay. I didn't say anything. Well, I've seen the movie, so I figured. Different hot air balloon. I figured. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. Uh, it's a cool thing. Uh, I don't... Yeah, it's just a fun thing to do. I get to take my brain off. I get to turn my analytical SEO and business brain off and... I get to focus on just creating things. Which is so cool. Yeah, I love it. It's fun. It's something I haven't been able to do with school and work. You know, running a business and going to school makes it kind of hard. Yeah. No, I totally get it. And 
I think that once once we get a little further, we should definitely share some screenshots of what of what we're building with. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. With the bellies. We can post it on the newly redesigned smellycast.com. Oh, yeah. We need to talk about that. If you guys head over to smellycast.com, you'll see a brand new spanking website. Yeah. Courtesy of Philip Hudson. That's right. We, uh, we, yeah, it's something I want to do for a long time. Is really just make our website pimping, you know, something really cool, something fun. And, and there are some great tools that exist now. Podcasting has become so mainstream that. It's um, there's just some great tools, and so we were paying a subscription service for like twelve bucks a month um, to make a pretty site. And there's a plugin that I've been in love with for a couple months now called the Smart Podcast Player. It's by a guy named uh, Pat Flynn. Pat Flynn is a huge like you'd love him, Mike. He is a huge Back to the Future fan. Really? Yeah. And when he did his newest book, he did his most recent book called Will It Fly. And he dressed up and did like a whole Back to the Future in a DeLorean video for the launch. Like he's a huge Back to the Future fan. But anyway, he's a podcaster and he does smart passive income podcasts and he does a lot about how do you generate income online. And he posts his revenue. He makes about $116,000 a month off of revenue. Most of it from his podcast. And so he developed this podcast player and I heard about it because I'm in this network um, through another podcaster named John Lee Dumas at Entrepreneur on Fire. And I was like, yeah, that's let's do that. That sounds awesome. And so I got us a subscription and it was like, it was cheaper than, it was just as cheap as the, the other service we had. So it's beautiful. It's sleek. He developed it himself because he didn't feel like there was a good podcast player on the market. Um, the only thing that I did, like a total numbskull, is I went in and totally deleted our entire feed of podcast episodes. So if you're listening to this and you got like an update that there were like 40 new podcasts, my bad. That's my fault. So I actually I checked it just yes just today or actually yesterday, and I didn't get that. I didn't, I didn't get the update. So I didn't get it either. But one thing I did notice is our settings only allowed us to have 10 podcasts in at a time. It was only keeping 10 in the feed, and so I was able to go back and put our entire archive. So you, the entire archive of Smelly Cast podcast is back in the Apple Store. Nice. You're welcome, Smelly Bellies. I know how much you need us. They do need us. Yeah. Don't forget it. Yeah. So um, I know we're Minecraft in a way here, Mike, but there's a, there's a lot lots been going on. I mean, lots. Well, I have a quick question. If I put torches on my boat, like on the wood, and it's touching another piece of wood, will it light it on fire? No, I do not think so. I think you need to have flint and steel, steel, in only in order to light something on fire. Okay, I just had to add a door out the back of my boat because I need to be able to get to my real boat. That's great. Yeah, so so we've had a lot going on, Mike. I mean, you've had some big family announcements. You've had a lot going on in your career. Yeah, you had some interesting interview opportunities. You've had lots of stuff happening, Mike. You're right, man. You're right. I really have. I've been really blessed this last little while to uh, to have a lot of interesting interesting adventures. But my my biggest concern is that you know if we want to keep this time frame down, do we want to keep this going for this episode, or should we actually record another one 
next time and I could tell you a little bit more about the goings on in my life and you could talk more about yours too. Yeah, I think we're going to have to. I mean, at the end of the day, the truth of the matter is um, we got a lot to talk about. It's just like things we haven't told our smelly bellies about. Oh, yeah. Tons of new favorite things. I mean, so yeah, much favorite things. So much has been going on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm okay. I said we do another podcast. We say that for another time. I mean, you've been traveling all over the world. Yep. Leaving, leaving again uh, in two days, going to London for a week. Uh, and then a couple weeks after that, going to Poland. And then a couple weeks after that, going to Armenia. So yeah, lots of lots of adventures ahead, and uh, lots of opportunities for trip reports and kind of uh, travel plans that I can kind of fill everybody in on. And plus, we need to make arrangements for Smelly Tour 2016. 2016 is going to be an interesting year. I, I just uh, I don't know what we're going to be able to do, Phil. It's we're going to have to figure out something though. I know it's got to happen. Oh, it, it will happen. We have yet to miss a smelly tour, so. Right. Right. We'll, we'll think of something fun. Maybe our uh, maybe our guests, our smelly bellies, could tell us where they want us to go. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Where so, can I go? And, and, and other people, like smelly bellies, are more than welcome to come and uh, meet up yeah. with us, too. Yeah, SmellyCon 2016. SmellyCon, yeah. Don't okay. forget your deodorant. <laughs> Mike and I'll design some sweet stickers and t-shirts and you know we'll start registration oh dude I so badly want to I want to get some, some stickers for sure because you can get stickers on the cheap yeah, and sti- uh, sticker mule is sick yeah I know I freaking love it so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on this is what I'm going to do because I've got a big old flight ahead of me I'm going to work on getting some stickers I've wanted to kind of I've had some new ideas for our, for our logo lately and I'd love to uh, try some of them out. So maybe I'll put together a couple. We can we can have people vote on them, maybe, and, uh, and then make some stickers out of whatever the winner is. I like it. I like it a lot. Cool. That sounds awesome. Well, Mike, um, what? Anything else we need to go over this episode? I don't think so, Phil. I think that this is a great intro uh, to kind of get things back up and running for for this wonderful year and. Uh, and you know we've also got wonderful money making opportunities for all of our listeners with your soda stuff i think we talked about minecraft and just how we're addicted i think that you know it'd be great if we could get some smelly bellies to play with us if we needed to we could set up a server i've got a server that we could put minecraft on easily we could have we could have a smelly belly server yeah that would be fun so let me know i mean i found out it doesn't actually cost anything to set up the server uh and it's just cost if you do hosting but i can do my own hosting because uh, i have my own server so yeah. uh smelly bellies hit us up if, if you actually made it this far through the podcast i know i know we have not been good to you and uh, our audience is not as loyal as they once were but if uh if you can find it in your heart to listen let like hit us up let us know we got facebook uh, dot com slash smellycast we got twitter dot com slash smellycast um, yeah and smellycast dot com go check out the new website check it out let us know what you think about the new site so, let us know I so because it's been so long I'd really like to just end this episode with some banana way just to I'm down it's been so long let's do it man let's All do right. it if you get a chance just go watch only the strong you need to watch it Talk to you next time, Smelly Billies. Oh, volume's down. <laughs>